Oh, hi there. Welcome to my office. This last uh, winter, I had been hoping to do a class on the Gospel of Mark. But uh, COVID is the thief of all plans. Also, as I was preparing for the class on Mark, I realized I don't really understand Mark. <laughs> so I wanted to take some time to uh, really get into uh, the deep roots that um, are in Mark to understand it from a more holistic perspective. And I thought that I would use uh, some of my daily breads to show you, um, to share with uh, the parish at St. Columbus, some of the things that I found. Take a look with me. So here's what I had in mind. I've been reading Mark, of course, uh, for a long time in bits and parts, but had never really tried to read Mark from uh, beginning to end and understand uh, uh, the integrity that each chapter has, the integrity that the book itself has uh, to really get into the weeds um, and understand, for instance, uh, why there are two feeding of the 5,000 stories in Mark. So, I'm thinking, so, I'm, so today what I thought I'd look at is um, uh, to think about the Gospel of Mark as a book of resurrections. Here's what I have in mind. I think there's a compelling case for thinking that Mark can be divided into two books. One, a book of resurrections, which is roughly the first half of the book. And two, a book of crucifixions, uh, which is roughly the second half of the book. Uh, the, it starts in chapter 8 with uh, Jesus' prediction of death. Uh, Jesus saying, uh, he starts to say things like this, that the first will be last, the last will be first. Jesus also says that the Son of Man, or more literally, the human one, came not to be served, but to serve. So that's the second half of uh, the Gospel of Mark, um, which is uh, a book of crucifixions. Okay, here's what I want to look at today, is the sense in which um, resurrection isn't something that happens just at the end of Mark, but something that happens all throughout Mark, specifically in the, very, in the first half. There are four different resurrections um, in the first half of the Gospel of Mark. In chapter 1, Jesus lifts up a woman, resurrects a woman. Chapter 2, Jesus lifts up a man. Chapter 5, Jesus lifts up a girl. In chapter 9, Jesus lifts up a boy. We'll look through these just real quickly and then focus on one of them. Uh, chapter 1, here's what I mean by resurrection. Um, it, uh, the imagery here is literally to lift up um, as both Jesus was lifted up on the cross, lifted up from the grave, um, and then in other Gospels, lifted into heaven. So uh, they're at uh, Simon and Andrew's house. Simon's mother-in-law is in bed with a bad fever. Jesus comes up, takes her by the hand, and lifts her up. Um, I've got a picture. This is actually from a later story. Uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, you can't see this, but this is um, Julius Schooner von Carolsfield's um, depiction of uh, the uh, another resurrection. But what's interesting about this picture is it's preserved in a lot of icons of Jesus at the resurrection, lifting people out of uh, out of death um, or the gates of hell, or in this case, uh, lifting them up out of um, illness. Mark chapter 2. Now this is uh, the man who was uh, uh, brought down on a stretcher through the roof of a house. 
uh, Jesus says, um, uh, I say to you, stand up, take your mat, and go home. Uh, Jesus lifting him up. And uh, Mark chapter 5, this is what uh, Carol's Field's um, uh, depiction is of. Uh, this is, I'll, I'll point out a couple things here from Mark chapter 5. Uh, uh, this is Jairus' uh, daughter. He was Jairus was a leader of the synagogue. And um, uh, when Jesus finally gets to his house, they say, don't worry, she's dead. Jesus says, she's not dead, she's sleeping. And then he says, Talitha come, uh, Talitha cum, uh, which means literally, little girl, get up. Then finally, in Mark chapter 9, I'm just going to read this whole thing. Um, when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, your spirit that keeps this boy from speaking and hearing, I command you, come out of him, and never enter him again. After crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out, and the boy was like a corpse. Um, much less, much like Jairus' daughter in uh, Mark chapter 5, uh, who also looked dead, as Jesus was dead in the tomb. Um, uh, so he looked like a corpse, so that most of them said, he is dead. But... Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he was able to stand. Um, and there's a really interesting uh, final description there that we won't get into um, about the disciples trying to ask why they couldn't uh, perform this miracle. Jesus says to them, uh, you don't understand the nature of prayer yet, <laughs> but that's for another daily bread. Uh, so here's what I mean. As I was looking at the entire uh, Gospel of Mark, uh, what became... Uh, what, what I saw for the very first time is that resurrection isn't something that happens only at the end with Jesus. It's something that was interwoven in Jesus's entire ministry from the very first chapter. Jesus resurrecting people. Who are the people that Jesus is resurrecting? Um, uh, the people who had been um, oppressed by religious systems, the people who had been outcast from their towns, the people who were sick and poor. Um, uh, Jesus is literally bringing these people back into the community uh, and back into the arms of God. Okay, that's my first attempt. I'm going to do uh, several more of these, uh, of things that I have discovered in my deep dive of Mark. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Uh, please send me an email. Uh, uh, let me know what you think. always love hearing from you. Seriously, I love uh, uh, every time I, I get a a message from the ether. All right. Christ peace, everybody. Bye-bye.